Hey, I'm back like I never left, um, bringing you another amazing podcast episode. I have so much to talk about um, in such little time. So go ahead and just get your drinks, get your snacks, get whatever you need, your comfy blanket, or if you're on your way to work, you know, just hold on, hold on tight. Um, Pull up a seat to the table and join the conversation. We're going to get started with Charmaine's World. So, welcome to Charmaine's World. I'm so excited to be back again with another episode. Um, I got my mood set. I got my candles and my spaces together. I got my hot water. So, hopefully, I don't sound super, super stuffy. Because I always think I sound like a sick baby uh, when we record these episodes. So, I was... um, Excuse me, before... I started recording this. I was practicing, or not not practicing, I was thinking I was going to record. Okay, we're going to record tonight, and, you know, let's get into it. So I'm getting it together, trying to say what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, and it just was not going right. And I was sitting there, and literally, I just had to look at myself like, girl, what are you doing? Like, you're not even comfortable. And I immediately I just got up and I was like, come on, set the mood. We got to set the mood. We got to get in the zone. We got to feel comfortable. Um, We got to set the atmosphere, set the expectation. And when I was doing that, I realized, you know, I would start picking up stuff, moving things around, getting, you know, more situated. And like instantly I thought of how it's important to set the mood or set the atmosphere or the expectation in our lives and in relationships and our professional life and our um, personal life, um, even with our different goals or even when we meet people, like it's really important to set um, the mood or the tone for what you are expecting or what you will be expecting from someone or something. Um, it's really up to us to uh, lay the foundation or set the template to what we expect or want to come to us. So I really just wanted to share that with you guys that, you know, whatever it is you're doing, whatever your goal is, whoever it is you're dating or whatever job you're trying to um, get or promotion or you're trying to do things better on your job. You got to set the expectation. You got to let people know like, hey, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I'm going for. This is what I want. Uh, This is what I don't want. This is what I expect, accept, um, and things of that nature. Because when we don't set the tone or set the mood or the atmosphere or the expectation, we're literally just liable for anything. Like liable for anything to just happen and for people to just come at us any type of way, talk to you any type of way, um, think about, man, people think about you all types of ways, just on how you, what you put out there and how you set the expectation, um, for other people to see you. So, um, I just wanted to share that because it really did help me in just getting started with recording tonight and even, as I move forward, is I feel I'm going to carry that with me. You know, I knew that, but it's one thing when you know something 
And it's one thing when you internalize it and you believe it. Uh, we always hear that phrase, like, if you know better, you do better. But sometimes that's just not the case. Like, a lot of us know better. And a lot of us still do dumb stuff. Right? So, I just had to board. So, um, it's one, it's one thing when you know better. But it's another thing when you know better, you believe it, you internalize it, and you make a choice to do better it all starts with making that choice making that step you make the choice to do better that's when you're gonna see uh some real changes and some real some real results into whatever it is you're trying to do uh so i got my space together set my atmosphere my mood uh for this evening i don't you know i don't know where you guys may be who are listening but generally when i record I record at night because it's quieter and, um, you know, I'm done with my day and I can just sit, um, in my little makeshift studio space and just, you know, give my time and attention to you guys. Now, keep in mind, uh, that you may hear some background noise from time to time. I've never introduced you guys to my podcast puppy or, um, my baby. I don't have any kids, but I do have a dog named Coco and, I haven't heard her on any of the episodes, but just in case you hear a growl or a bark or some little little feet tapping, um, that's probably her. Just trying to be heard. Um, anytime she hears me talking or on the phone, she is like a baby. She wants to start acting up. So, so far, so good. But just want to give you guys the heads up, heads up on that. Um, also, as usual, you guys, I have to give you my skincare. I then broke out. Um, I got two kind pimples on my face right now, um, but it's probably because, you know, my moon is here. I got that word from a friend of mine. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> my moon is here. So usually with that, you know, side effects, you know, emotions, acne, irritated, sleepy, cramps, all that. So I'm kind of going through that right now, but all is well, all is well. You know, this will be with me until... Till my new life starts and the change happens but that's pretty much what's going on with that I just keep washing my face exfoliating exfoliate exfoliating um there was an interview that was done with pharrell right if you don't know pharrell look into him he's a um, artist musician producer rapper all that great stuff pharrell looks the same it seems like like you could tell he's gotten older in his pictures but for the most part Cuz looks about the same. Like, he, I really think he might be drinking youth juice or, you know, um, sucking souls of babies to stay youthful. I'm really not too sure. But one of the things he said in the interview was how he looks so young or his skin looks so great is that he exfoliates. Like, exfoliation is the key. And to my brothers out there, I'm going to need y'all, y'all got to exfoliate. Y'all got to wash your face. For real. For real. Um, get rid of that the dead skin cells. It really makes a difference. It really puts a glow and a shine on your skin. Like, it's it's amazing, honestly, just to switch gears a little bit, is when you meet a man as a woman, a straight woman, um, you meet a man or a spouse, I guess, um, who takes, who values self-care, who values, you know, their, their, the way they look, the way they smell, their hygiene, how they shower, you know, brushing their teeth, 
all that stuff it, it really it really just does something to me personally like i i really like um okay we got some stomping i really uh like a man who smells good um and a man who um just has good hygiene like who's quick to jump in the shower who feels he needs to, to bathe not because he smells because he wants to feel clean you know like i really i really appreciate that so just a tip out there in regards to skincare. If you don't want to take it from me, take it from Pharrell, okay? Exfoliate. Say it with me. Exfoliate. 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 Exfoliate your skin in. Okay, that's enough. So just exfoliate, wash your face, brush your teeth, take a shower, wash your ass. That's it. Boom. You didn't got the essentials out the way. Now, as far as how you dress, that comes with time. Everybody just ain't born super stylish. But you could fix that. You could fix that. If you got a little job, a little money, you could fix that. But that other stuff, that's the core. We need you to... I need my mans, my people to, to get on that. Um, recap. Uh, uh, uh. Um, I haven't even seen it, so I don't know why I'm calling it a recap. But... A movie by um, Ava DuVernay, as uh, Oprah says it, um, has produced a movie called When When They See Us, I believe. I can't believe I just forgot it that fast. But basically, it's about five teenage boys who were practically just framed. Um, Central Park Five, I believe is what they're called. They were basically framed for some crimes they didn't commit. They were charged as adults, some of them. Some of them were abused, taken advantage of, um, sexually abused. Just some real sad stories. I have yet to see it, but I want to see it. And I want to see it with somebody else. I really don't want to take all that in alone because I know how heavy it is. Just from the reviews of people I know and the reviews I've seen online, that the, the movie is heavy. And it's, uh, I'm glad when this took place, I was, I think it was 1990 around that time. So I was like, probably either hadn't been born or just born. Um, and this, the, the story of these young men is, um, very real. I feel that as, as an African-American woman, I feel it's important for me to watch one to support um support the um the producer director right I want to support but I don't feel it's that important for me to see it because this has happened so many times we I can almost guess what the story is going to be like I can almost tell you what type of emotions and traumas and pains that you'll feel or um or that these people, these young men have felt. And it's not really, I feel like it's not for me. It's, it's for me in a sense to remember, because you don't want to forget where you came from. You don't want to forget the struggles of uh, the people before you. And these young men are still alive, actually. So when people are like, oh, we came too far in 2016, this was just in 19, in the 90s, or late 80s, 90s. So... What makes you think that we're just that far removed? Um, so, I think it's important for people, people that are not of color, to watch. 
I feel like all I feel like white people should be watching it. To be honest, because for some reason, which I think is interesting and good, is that when I remember, I remember when I went to go see Twelve Years a Slave, the whole theater was full of white people. The entire thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The entire theater was full of white people. They need to watch it. Like, and I don't. I'm not really too sure when they watch stuff like that. It makes them feel like this is necessary. Like this is why we treat you guys like this. Cause look at you. Look at you. I don't know if they look at it like that. Or if they look at it and they feel compelled, they feel moved, they feel like, hey, this is a problem. We need to fix this. We need to stop this. We need to come together. I'm not too sure. But it's like all these stories of these black people being mistreated and being, um, you know, uh, abused and just lied on and all that. I, I know it. It's the same story. I know it. it it's... It's just going to happen. It's something that we carry with us. It's something I'm going to have to worry about when I have my own kids. Like, it's something I worry about now. So, I think it's just for other people to watch, to be an eye-opener, um, to shed light on these men's stories, which is just amazing. Um, so, hopefully I'll be watching this soon. I'll have my tissue with me, because I know how I am with the tears. They'll just flow and flow and flow. Um, also... In regards to tears and some little somber things, I've um, posted um, a blog today, actually, and today's the third. I posted a blog today about called The Scramble Whole the Eggs. Uh, just a quick little blog that I posted under daily prompts um, about how I'm feeling at this moment with my life and the things that I enjoy and how it's like a battle being a young adult a young woman going into womanhood and how you have this idea for what you want for your life and you think it's an idea of your own but I feel like I've discovered that it it really wasn't um that a lot of it was um driven with um fear and um false hopes maybe and it's not exactly what I want and um realizing that I I have somehow um pushed things that I really enjoy to the side um all in efforts to reach a goal that I felt was um given to me it made me take it on as my own um and I, I just want to, I just want to, um, do me, basically. But doing me is pretty difficult when you got bills and you, um, don't have a whole lot of support for real. You have support, but not where you really could use it. Specifically, financially. Because if you want to try to do something out of the box, um, most times it's going to take some time. It's probably going to take some money, too. So, check that vlog out um it's on wordpress my wordpress is lj e-l-j-a-y nine zero dot wordpress.com and you know one day i'm gonna pay the hundred dollars and i'm gonna just own the domain one day soon i don't know when but but i am i'm gonna do it i am going to do it because i've noticed after going to some events, people ask you for your cards. They want to know if you have a website so they stay connected with you. So, 
some of these things I realized I'm going to have to just invest in and just bite the bullet. Just bite the bullet and do it. Um, also, um, highlight, highlight, highlight. I ordered from Instacart today. Okay? This is not a promo at all. But I used to do Instacart, like where I would be a shopper. And I thought about doing it again because I'm about to go on a trip real quick. Just need a little extra spending money. However, like I need my brakes done. I need an oil change. My oil change came sooner than normal because I'm spending more hours, you know, time. Or I was spending time driving around or whatever. Um, so it, those little app jobs, they, they come at a price. Anyway... Today I was feeling a little sick. I actually, you know, didn't make it to work. But I didn't feel up to going out. I didn't want to go outside. I just wanted to just be inside and just rest. So I was like, hey, why don't I try Instacart? I mean, people do it all the time. I've, you know, been a shopper. I've put even my coworkers on to shopping through Instacart. So I was like, let me go ahead and give it a try amazing i enjoyed it um i got my little produce so whoever the guy that did my shopping i'm sure it was super easy for him because all of my items were in the produce section because that's pretty much where i get all of my groceries is the produce section and the deli because i get you know chicken or salmon or something but the doggone sprouts ran out of apples i oh my god excuse me i have been juicing for weeks and I have yet to see a place run out of just regular green apples like the green ones who eats those like the green ones in the old tired red ones like I call those the snow white apples because that's like the cut the way the apple looked that the old lady gave to snow white when it killed her or whatever like who eats those for real the guy sent me the picture apples cleaned out I'm like, was there a sale? A deal? I don't even know. But nonetheless, my shopper experience, my um, Instacart experience was actually really good. He, the guy picked awesome, great looking stuff. But it came from Sprouts. Most of their stuff does look pretty great. You don't have to worry about it being all beat up and all that. So he, he did some good picking. Some really, really good picking for me. So I'm so appreciative to him. I don't remember his name. But thank you, sir, if you're out there. Um, and speaking of picking and choosing, I feel like this is a great segue into my main topic for the night. Um, my main topic for the night is just, we're just going to talk about dating a little bit, um, and how it's so fucking awkward. Like, it really can be kind of a tricky thing if, if you feel like you're not on the same page, you know, like you really have to get on the same page with with the whole dating situation um it's not something that you can just go through and then be like wait we dating right like you need to kind of have that established um first you know before you start getting before you really get into it um but just a little little definition uh, that I got off the intranet uh, specifically Wikipedia okay Wikipedia is low-key um, resourceful and 
legit okay now if you're gonna be writing a paper your thesis uh, or something of that for educational purposes don't cite them unless you have permission from your professor or instructor but this is mama podcast so i can put whatever i want to so according to wikipedia dating is a stage of the human mating process whereby two people meet socially possibly as friends or possibly with the aim of each other assessing the other's suitability as a partner in an intimate relationship or marriage it can be a form of courtship consisting of social activities done by the couple the most common sense is two people trying out a relationship and exploring whether they are compatible by going out together in public as a couple that is they are undergoing a trial period to assess mutual compatibility a couple who have already decided that they like each other keyword decided and are seeing each other on a regular basis and who may not have sexual relations see you might want to watch out don't hold off on that this period of courtship is sometimes seen as a precursor to engagement or marriage and that is the definition to you brought to you by wikipedia all right so dating i wrote a blog actually on dating i think i have a couple of blogs on relationships um i have a relationship section actually so i don't know why i'm trying to front i've written on relationships one of my earlier blogs um that i wrote like almost a year ago july 12 2018 is called so are we dating or no like that is just such a good question to me like sometimes you just have to be just clear like are we dating or what what is going on and a lot of times we aren't always clear from the beginning um sometimes it's like we don't even really know what we want and a lot of times i think we really don't know how to date like how to date for engagement um in marriage most people it seems from what i've seen um is that you just date you know so you feel like you can sleep with the person and people won't call you a hoe you know or you just date and just hope for the best and you're not really putting in the effort or the work to really see if you're compatible it's more so if you can just stand each other in the same room for a while, you know, and I saw, excuse me, on a friend's um, Instagram and they were talking about, uh, it was like a meme, of course, about dating and they were saying how, you know, how, you know, they want to really date and get to know you, not just eat and eat and have sex, you know, and that's a lot of times, a lot of times that's what people are doing. I've done it. I know people who've done it. It, it it just happens um, because I think we just don't have any examples, any people of wisdom to guide us on, you know, what to do or how to go about things. And I feel that we want to be independent. We want to make our own decisions. We don't want anyone to give us any advice, anyone to guide us or help us. I feel like we've kind of lost that um, in our community of having um, older, mature people of sound mind and reason guide the younger generation on how to go about really picking a good 
mate, a good life partner. And we're just kind of in it for the thrills, get it and move on, not really trying to set a foundation or establish anything. It's just, I like you, like me for right now, let's get it in. And that's just not, it's not working. You know, it is not working for me. Um, It's not what I want personally because I want a husband. I want a family. I want a great foundation. I want someone who I can grow with, uh, who's going to love me through my growing pains and vice versa. Uh, But the reason why I wanted to talk about dating, um, and please, you can always give me comments, write me on my Instagram or my Twitter. Um hear about this this topic because everyone dates like everyone even kids parents always like oh it's your little boyfriend look over everybody's dating so very relatable so what made me bring this up is because um just to share a little bit with you guys um just be a little transparent i've reconnected with a friend from like high school like sophomore yeah like sophomore in high school I met him once really briefly at the movies in the city San Francisco California um and we just connected that's when MySpace was hot so you know we're friends on MySpace we would talk on the phone all the time um I think I sent him we sent letters for a little bit because I got into like writing you know that's when I was really into writing so I wanted to send him a letter I think he wrote me back um we met up we went on like one date and it wasn't really a date because he was into like some hot shit at the time so I met him and you know where we met again and you know, we hung out for a bit, and that was it, and then we just got older, and life happened, you grow up, you start getting more active in school, or not, um, you get friends, you know, you start dealing with people that you see on a day-to-day basis, I think, I got a boyfriend, I think that's really what it was, I'm gonna have to tell him, I got a boyfriend, I got a boyfriend, and that was kind of the end, until. We got out of high school. We reconnected again. Um, and we met up, I think, twice I can remember. Um, I think I, I don't even think I had a car yet because I recall that he picked me up from BART. So I didn't even have a car at the time. And we went out, got food, went back to his house, chilled, whatever. Then years go by right and you keep up with each other on social media you know he's really doing well for himself which is good as I am doing well for myself which is awesome and boom now you're adults you look up and you're grown you're not looking at the little young crazy off the handle boy anymore you're looking at or I'm looking at a man now and vice versa not the little skinny bony little girl running around. I'm a woman now. And trying to figure out where this is going. You know, what what is gonna come of this? So one thing that I wanna pose to you all is how long would it take for you to kind of fill out a person to figure out mm, 
this is it, this ain't it. I don't really think it has a definite time, of course, because everyone's situation is different. But I'm just, one, so shocked that I've reconnected with this individual. And then also, you don't want to waste your time. At least that's one of my fears, is that I don't want to waste my time. Now, I'm not going to go deep in depth about my concerns or thoughts about this particular individual, but just because, you know, this is something that's going on in my life right now, I just want to share it, but, you know, I've thought different things with this, about this person as others, is, um... You know, what are the, you? I mean, I've read books about um, dating. I've read, uh, let's see, I can actually leave some of the books down in the description box. But I've read um, Devon Franklin's book and his wife, Megan Good, The Weight. I've read, um, what's it called? Godly Dating or Christian Dating. 101 something like that i've read love fire are dear love languages um what other books that i read on relationships hmm i can't think of the others i have a whole bookshelf in my in my house um i'm gonna have to drop some of those for you guys to check out and they've really helped me have an insight on dating and what it should look like and you know some things about how it should feel but it's when it when the rubber meets the road, as my grandfather used to say, when it really comes down to it and knowing what it looks like is just awkward for me because I just feel like everyone is full of shit. And I think that's the problem that we have today is that no one trusts anybody. No one wants to just be open and honest and just truthful because everyone is afraid of getting got and if you've watched Medea you'll see on one of her old plays about oh no it's in the movie where she sees Dr. Phil and she's like well if you uh if you do if you're the one getting the getting then you ain't gonna get got because you didn't already got the person like that's literally (laughs) that is literally how a lot of people feel and myself included to a certain extent like you want to be vulnerable, but you don't want to get played. Uh, you want to share, but you don't feel like you're sharing too much. You don't want to scare nobody off, but you don't want to be fake. So it's like you got to find that balance. Or You know what? I watched a Red Table Talk with um, with um, Willow, their mom, uh, Grammy, I think they call her, and Jada Pickett-Smith. And they were talking to Sierra, and of course, we all know Sierra. She had an engagement to Future. She's currently married to Russell Wilson. They have a blended family. And one thing she said about him was that it was who he was. He was calm. He was open. I got you. Not a lot of people are coming like that. Some are, I will say. Some are. Like, Russell Wilson is not, you know, one in a zillion. Like, there are men who come into women's lives every day and are ready to just accept them for who they are, what they have, no questions. I mean, yes, of course, questions, but you know, like easy, um, willing, I guess would be a better word is being willing. 
but I'm just, I just find that a lot of people just aren't always like that. And for me, I totally need that. Like, I need someone who's willing, who's open, who's understanding, who's not afraid to be transparent, who key understanding. Because I feel like I'm always misunderstood. I'm misunderstood a lot. Half of that is because I sometimes assume that people understand when really they don't. Like, you can't always talk to somebody like they know. You have to kind of talk to them as if they don't know. As if this is your first time. They've never met you. They don't know anything about you. So you can't assume what they know or what they should know about you. And I make that mistake all the time. So finding someone meeting someone who's understanding is super important to me because I'm I'm gonna need a little forgiveness I'm gonna need you to give me a little grace a little mercy sometimes because I know that I can mess up I know I come with some flaws I come with some traumas um I come with some attitudes that sometimes come out and it's not even my intent it's just something I've learned like these learned things are just so hard to undo um, but back to the dating scene, right? So, um, I had some tips about dating, recommendations on hanging out and how-tos, and I'm glad I wrote this because now I can refer back to my own actual words because with dealing with this particular person and others now and in the future, you kind of have to remind yourself or sit down and think about what what you want, where you're going. Do you really want to date or not? Be honest with yourself. Do you really want to date? Are you really looking to meet Mr. or Mrs. One for you, life partner? Um, or are you just trying to have fun? Or are you just looking for someone to just hang out with? Like, of the opposite sex or same, depending on what you're into. But... Are you looking to just hang out or are you really looking for something that you want to commit to, that you really want to put the work in? And that's another thing for me sometimes. I don't want to put the work in all the time. Like, I'm wishy-washy low-key, but I feel that, like, when I meet somebody, and maybe you feel this way too, like, when you meet somebody and they're all in, it helps you, like, okay, cool, I could do it. Because sometimes when you go all in and this and that, and you don't get it back, it really feels disappointing. You be feeling deflated once you figure it out. Like, what? I've been going hard for you cuz. And you talking about something. You just want to be friends. Like, ugh. Ain't feeling it. So, here go some of my recommendations on good hanging out. I also have um, an article I actually read I want to share with you guys on today.com about millennials and dating because everyone wants to talk about millennials and whatever so here we go one of my first things was figure out what you want if you don't you might fall for anything like the other person's agenda which might not have your best interest in mind i think this is important because we see it all the time you get with somebody who's cute they're fine they smell like amazing flowers and fragrances and then you don't really know what you want or you might not be too comfortable with just setting the expectation or we talked about that and next thing you know you're doing all the things they like now you're whale watching and you're bird watching and you're not even into that 
And they don't even have no interest in what you're interested in. But because you don't want to lose this person because they seem like a good catch, because they smell great, they smell fine, they smell like amazing fragrances, you don't want to let them go. Let it go. You need to figure out what you want first. Next, be clear. I got that from T.I. from that movie, uh, um... ATL, he was like, be clear, this is my daddy house, dad, be clear, okay, if you can't make the date that you set with someone also, call in advance, let them know, don't, don't be a flake, okay, if you don't like something, say something, let the person, the other person know where you're coming from and where you're at, um, plan outings that stimulate conversation, um, I, I, me, Anyone will tell you, I'm not really into going to the movies as a first date because it takes up a lot of time. You can't really talk. You're sitting in a dark place. They might try to feel on your leg. I don't know if you're ready for that. So plan things that you can simulate conversation, like go to an event, go to a festival, go to a museum. Try something new, which is my fourth thing. Try something new, something that you both can talk about, share your feelings about. Um, You can learn something. Trying something new never hurt anybody. So I totally um, suggest, excuse me, suggest try something new. What's something new that you want to try? And boom, you got a date right there. Uh, let's see. Avoid conversations that you know you aren't ready for. Uh, if you don't plan on having sex, don't talk about it as if you are. This is key because me and my friend just had a conversation about this. And I messed around and brought this conversation up about sex, about feelings, and all that. And I'm not ready to act on any of it. But I was trying, this is what I was trying to do in my efforts to be open. I was just trying to express how I was feeling. But you don't need to share all that. Like, I don't need to share all that. I shouldn't have shared it all because it's a little premature, you know? So... Avoid conversations that you know you just aren't ready for. If you're not ready to talk about your trauma with your mom and how your dad left and all that, you probably should steer clear of it because you don't know what that other person's feelings are about it. You might bring up something in them. It might trigger something. Um, might say something you don't mean or you're not ready to go deeper in and they want to. Just steer clear. Keep it light. Keep it light on some of those conversations. Um, Sixth thing, let the other person choose what you do for the date sometimes. Don't you be the sole planner. Now, even if they ask you, because I know I do, I'm like, just plan it. Just plan it. Because I know I have a takeover spirit. Point blank. I have a takeover spirit sometimes. So, I just ask them to plan it. But then sometimes it's just me being lazy. Like, I don't want to plan it. Like, you go ahead, plan it. When the guy plans it, it makes me feel good. I feel surprised. I feel special. Like, all you thought of me. So, that's why I always suggest the guys plan it. Then you just tell them how well they did. Like, oh, my gosh, baby, this is so good. This is such a great day. I had so much fun. It makes them feel so great. You know, we all got to stroke each other's ego. So, don't be the one to plan the date all the time. Uh, Ladies, this is for you. Offer to pay. Never go on a date without any money. Now, going going on a date without any money is tricky, okay? 
hopefully if you do that you have an established pretty strong relationship with this individual that you trust um for me I try not to go anywhere without any money I try not to go on any date where I can't pay for myself I try not to go on a date where I can't cover the bill just in case I haven't had any terrible stories um but they happen okay People lose wallets all of a sudden. People buy expensive stuff trying to show out. Now the bill is sky high. You know, you lose your debit card. Now that, that's happened to me. I took my um, boyfriend from, I don't know, I was in college on a date. And tell me why I couldn't find my card. I found it later but I couldn't find it. We were at Bubble Gums on um on the water um in San Francisco and I couldn't find the card. I didn't know what I was I was shook. I was shook. I was like I didn't know what to do. But luckily at that time I had a shopping problem, online shopping problem, so I was able to I had learned memorized my entire debit card and all that stuff the little code on the back the zip code all that I learned it by heart so I was like well um hey what do you guys do if you you know the card doesn't work you type it in right manually because I worked in retail I worked at a restaurant before I know this lady's like yeah we do all right boom type this number in pay for the meal got out of there because I was just so embarrassed but things like that happen ladies so make sure you keep a little cash on you okay don't don't be just freeloading out here, okay? Show some gratitude, okay? Play for a day, lead a tip, something. That's why I mean, at least lead a tip, right? Um, determine how late is too late for company. So if you live by yourself, or you might live with a roommate or your parents, I don't know. Um, look at your life. You don't want to be compromising too much in a way to where you're spending so much time with this person too late to where it's making you late for work in the morning it's making you super tired the next day it's making you um forget important things that you have going on in your life because most likely that person might not do the same for you I've had to learn that the hard way where I get so caught up with the guy. I'm having so much fun. I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay. Come on, let's talk a few more minutes. The next morning, I'm tired as hell. I'm tired. I don't want to be bothered. I'm upset, irritated because I didn't stayed up too late. Um, Or you have your company and then you ready for them to go, but it's hard for you to tell them to go. I've gotten so much better than now. I don't have no problem saying, all right, that's it. All right now, I'm about to go to bed. I'm getting tired. I have no problem saying it now. But before, I used to really have a hard time telling people to leave. Um, So determine how late is too late for company. Set the expectation. So these guys and these people, so they know. You just gave me coming over here wee hours of the night trying to see what's up and ask me about cats. Like, come on now, bruh. You can't be coming over here late. Also, three more things. Don't be afraid to be open. Smile and have fun. And do things that require you to work together. Which is pretty much similar to um, trying new things or planning out things that stimulate conversation. But please, always remember to have fun. Have fun. Please postpone sex. That's what I think. 
hold off. Don't be in such a rush. Um, I can't tell you you guys what to do. Just like ain't nobody told me what to do. Um, but just hold off on the sex. You'll 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 thank me later because some people you know, truthfully, according to my faith, no one's worth it unless it's your husband, right? Um but for us people who have had premarital sex before, some people just ain't worth it. Like, not even a little bit. Like, not even just like, oh, you know, just I just did it. Like, some people just aren't. Like, excuse me. Some people just are not it. Like, you get to, like, the three-month mark, and you really start to see people. In the beginning, everyone's nice and sweet and trying to be thoughtful, and then... You really get to see a person and you be like, uh-uh, like, who are you? Who is you? Like, who raised you? Were you raised by freaking chimps? Like, what is going on? So just hold off on that. Um, really, really get to know that person. You can most de- definitely develop um, intimacy with somebody without being sexually intimate, you know? So... Uh, some of the awkward things with dating, in my opinion, are paying for dates. Who's going to pay? Um, like, if I ask a guy, like, hey, you want to go um, to this play with me? Does that mean I pay? Because sometimes I don't want to. Like, it's like a date suggestion, but I want you to pay for it. But then I've asked coworkers, and they'd be like, well, if you ask them, you should be willing to pay. And it's like, but he's a guy. He's supposed to pay. So that's, I know, I guess that's like, that's not right. It's not right. It really isn't. But that's just how I used to be. Like, I used to really struggle with that. Not as much anymore, but I do. I just feel, I just was like a man who just, wants to wants to provide or take care or do nice things for me um this guy uh sent me flowers right and i hadn't had flowers sent to me since i don't even know when i've i've been buying the flowers around this motherfucker any flowers you see growing up in here sitting up in here most likely i bought it um so even like that gesture is just nice to me. Like I really appreciate that. Like just the thoughtfulness. Um the fact that, you know, you took time to figure out, you know, where I worked and um what time I'm gonna be there and all that. Um, to send me, you know, some really nice flowers. Like I really appreciated that. It really um I guess the guy won some little cool points on that. So, doing kind gestures like that, um, calling for me is important, but you know you don't want to call too much. Um, going out on dates with their family and friends is kind of awkward, right? Like they start saying stuff like, "Oh my gosh, is that your girlfriend or is that your boyfriend?" And you'd be like, "Come on now, family is shady. It'd be your own." people if your own people that be wanting to um come out with the fugaziness about your status and it's like i told y'all this my friend 
when I introduced you, I said, this is my friend. By the end of the night, they didn't put y'all together. They didn't put y'all on a honeymoon with kids and everything. In a house with a fence around it and a dog named Joe. Like, what? What happened? Where did y'all get all this from? Um, And I've experienced that so many times. But it's... um. It just can be really, really tricky. I just don't like when I have high hopes for a potential person or date. Um, or uh, what would be a good word for it? A potential candidate. How about that? A potential candidate and it just don't work out, you know. But I appreciate it because I've realized or we've both come to the realization that, you know, it it isn't working and you just kind of have to uh let it go and and you know just let it go and go your own separate ways and just wish each other the best no hard feelings just didn't work out so that that's one thing that just kind of gets me um what's up with y'all like is is dating easy do you use dating apps how are you meeting people? Because people always ask me, like, how do you meet this person? And honestly, I meet people out when I'm out. Um, one guy I met at the lake at Lake Mary, like, just walking around, saw him, boom, bagged him. But you meet people being out. Some people meet people online. Um, but according to this today uh, dot com website on uh, health and how millennials date they provided seven dating tips to steal from millennials uh they did a survey uh they teamed up with website greatest to survey nearly four thousand millennials uh concludes with they concluded with how the generation handles love and communication excuse me one of the things uh, to steal from from millennials, allegedly, um, is to get offline and meet people in real life. Um, online is online dating is a great pipeline to meeting people in real life. However, online dating can tire out or even tire out even a superhero dater, and I really agree with this. Um, I had Tinder like back in two thousand thirteen. And the fact that it drained my battery was a turnoff for me. And the fact that everyone that was on it, at the time, there were no people of color. Like, I literally met two people. I met one person in person, one person in person, and we're still cool to this day. Like, we follow each other on social media, but we don't talk talk as much because, you know, we have our own lives. But it wasn't, to me, there were no good options. Like, it was just not no good options for me, at least. Um, number two they put is get to know your neighbors. Uh, what does it say? According to recent data from Match.com, you may have heard of Match, millennials are 36% more likely to want to date someone in their neighborhood because they believe they have more in common with people who live nearby. I don't really believe that um, or feel that way, but you never know. Uh, so you meet somebody around the way. I don't know what the that, the, you know, the parameters are for neighborhood like I live in an apartment complex so I don't I don't really want to meet anyone who lives in the same apartment complex I mean if I do that's cool but not per se I live 
in a city, so do I want to meet people in the next nearby city? I don't know what they mean by neighborhood. Um, but they suggest don't ignore the person walking their dog in front of your house or blow the chance to strike up a conversation with that cute someone in your elevator. My elevators don't work. But um, a lot of people walk their dogs over here, so maybe, you know, maybe that might work for me. I don't know. Uh, the third thing they have is know what you're looking for. See, I brought this up already. Too often, they say, we date the same type of person over and over again and get the same kind of bad results. Um, the survey with greatest showed that the qualities millennials value most in a romantic relationship are trust, loyalty, humor, and romance. And I value those things. I also value some other things like your religious beliefs because I am a believer. So that's important to me. Um, trust is really, is a good loyalty, humor, romance. Like those are all great qualities. Um, but I also need to know like your temperament. I need to know, um, you know, like your interest, if if we're compatible that way, but those are really some good, good qualities they list. Um, Ooh, four, this is a good one, guys. Don't ghost. That is a new term, ghosting, but most people use, instead of ghosting, it's like, don't fake, um, don't be a flake, don't be wishy-washy, um, don't dip off on somebody, don't curve, stuff like that, you know, just be honest. Uh, but according to the, uh, this article on Don't Ghost, um, last year was the year of ghosting, told you it was new, i.e. just disappearing on someone instead of breaking up with them in person. 90% of millennials surveyed said that most effective way to end a relationship is in person, not ghosting, right? Don't be talking to somebody for months and then just disappear. That actually happened to me with this one particular person. And I had, ooh, the reason why they did it, it was the dumbest thing I ever just heard of, but I forgave them. Anyway, number five, have an end game. If you're looking for love and commitment, according to the article don't give up because you think everyone is just looking for sex okay 42 percent of millennials said that getting married was extremely important to them and 44 percent said that it's very important to be in a defined romantic relationship uh so believe that there are lots of good people out there that are indeed looking for love commitment and focus on those so don't give up um, which it seems easy to do. Dating is tiresome, especially when you just meet just dud after dud after dud. And what I mean by dud is just like, wah, wah, wah. Like, someone's just, just trash. So, it's easy to just give up and be like, forget it. I'm not going to do this. I'm just focused on me, which you should be doing anyway. But, you know what I mean. Like, it's just easy to just give up. But don't give up. Stay, stay in the game say in the game number six sex and love should be connected hmm what else does it say according to match millennials are 40 percent more likely than those of other generations to believe that emotional connection makes sex better as well as the least likely generation to have cheated on a partner i'm here for this i am here for this 
If I don't have a connection with you, if I'm not digging you, I'm not going to want to be intimate with you. I need to feel something more than you just thrusting. Like, I need to feel something emotionally, some attachment. I need to feel a bond. Intimate, that's just what sex is, right? Like, I mean, I you can love anybody. You should love everybody. But for the... Um, intimate relationships, like, I'm gonna need it to be something. Give me some, cuz. Uh, here you go. Number seven. This actually goes good with number five, which is last but not least, keep dating, even when you don't feel like it. I think that's for me. I'm gonna say it again. Keep dating, even when you don't feel like it. Dating can be a tough game. That can burn out even the best of us. See, I just said that. Um, in fact, another thing Match found was that millennials are most likely of all singles to say they are lonely. Most likely to feel burned out by dating. So if you feel like you're only single, 47 year old, 47, if you're 47, you are not a millennial. Um, you're not. Keep the faith. You never know when love will come to you. And then their last tip is keep doing, keep going like the millennials do, even when you're not feeling like it. So I guess us millennials just be keeping at it. We don't get tired. I don't get tired. You know, that's Kevin Gates. But, um, yeah, keep going. I don't know. I feel like everyone be getting wore out by dating because I for sure be like, forget it. But those are some seven dating tips to steal from millennials. I'll include that in the description so you guys can take a look and read more into it if you want or you want to share it with somebody. So I'll include that um, in there. And with dating and meeting new people and trying new things, so much can come out of it through networking and connections. Um, For me, I've made some connections recently which I'm really excited for Uh, so I'm just going to go into just a recap of some of the things that I've been doing Uh, the last episode episode five I gave you guys a list of some events that I was doing or going to be attending one of them was actually tonight I did not attend I just wasn't feeling good but two of them one being which was a podcast meetup by hella good company and I so enjoyed it it was so amazing to be able to meet so many great podcasters and writers and it was so many different um podcasters who were represented that it it was just mind-blowing just all the information that I was able to uh soak up like I just feel like I just soaked up so much game like it was just amazing i want to say let's see there was at least one two three four five six seven eight i had a good estimate good 12 to 13 podcast shows represented in in the fact that i was even a part was just mind-blowing because i'm not even i haven't been it's my sixth episode y'all i haven't even been podcasting that long for real and they found me through hashtags telling you guys hashtags and I got invited. Boom. So they talked, um, it was kind of like a round table. They wanted to set it up where there were different groups 
we talked about each in each group we talked about a different subject about podcasting whether it was monetization whether it was audio um just background about your podcast but pretty much we turned it into just one big super round table discussion and a lot of us had the same type of issues one was how to monetize right how to grow your brand how to grow your podcast how to just facilitate and get you know good topics going and just get that flow that energy going which is how I came up with or thought of I think of just setting the mood um, because it really has an effect keep your stress level down when you stress you shut down that part of the brain for you to be creative Um, that's one thing I learned from a podcaster who was there. Um, he has a podcast called 10,000 Tacos. You should check it out. He gave me some really great tips. Um, and just being unsure, uncertain, you know, like, you know, why should I do this? Everyone else has a podcast. Like, why do I need to have a podcast? I don't think I need to add to the thousands of other podcasts that are out there. But as I was sharing, which a lot of people agreed, it's pretty much like having a candle. Like, we had the first candle. Whenever candles were first invented a thousand billion years ago, I'm sure. And we got the candle. Boom. Right. So why why make another one? We got light, which is the goal. Right. But no, someone felt that they wanted to have candles that were cylinder size, that were round, that would float, that were tea light. Like and when you go to a store like Ross, for example, in the example I gave They got a whole section for candles and all those candles are not made by the same company. All those candles have different names. They're made in different ways. They're made in different colors. And those people felt that they had something that they wanted to bring to the candle industry and boom. And they just, they created it. They did it. They put it out there for people to enjoy. People, some may buy some may not some may have a special brand they like some people may have another brand that they prefer but can't afford so they get this brand like there's so many reasons why people come up or re um they become innovative with different things and it doesn't stop them and that that is something i discovered just being at ross like literally you can do anything you want whether it's the same thing just like makeup um, I can get this makeup from um this girl from Instagram, this lady. She's like the same about the same age as me. Um she she launched a makeup brand called the Crayon Case. Basically, just kinda like a play on words with makeup. Uh, some people say, Oh, you look like a clown, like you just got a whole bunch of crayons and just did it. No. She played on that word, on that phrase, uh, with crayons and drawing and all that stuff created the crayon case which is a makeup brand she's online she's not she no real major backing no no you know um commercials just flat out created it she's a millionaire millionaire now makeup there's all types of makeup you go to walgreens they got like four or five different uh spaces for different makeup like it doesn't matter some you find your niche in whatever it is that you want to do and you just put it out there and that's pretty much why I'm here because I feel that 
I have some things that to talk about that are worth sharing, a perspective that may be a little bit different, um, that people may be able to relate to, and I'm here. I, I want to be a writer, um, a freelance writer, so I've been, you know, writing and having different writing engagements, which is one I'll talk about in a second, but it's just finding your niche and just going for it, and this meetup that I went to was great. I I really liked it. I got their email with everyone's contact, so I can't wait to contact these people and just, you know, see how we can network together. Looks like it's going to be a recurring thing, so looks like another uh, meetup will probably be happening soon. Uh, I just, it was amazing, basically. Then... I went to this uh, David Michael Presents HIV and AIDS Awareness Gala. Beautiful. Flat out beautiful. I had the pleasure of attending. Um, I got some merchandise. I won a raffle, which is a photo shoot. Um, I uh, met some great people. I've seen people that I hadn't seen in like years like old classmates like it's crazy how one the bay is so small and how things come full circle um it was it was just a beautiful night there was you know food there were vendors uh photo booth great little entertainment spoken word um it, it was just beautiful he was able to share his story um to be transparent with everyone and you know he was just received with so much love and I think that is what was so amazing was all the love that was in the room his family was there to support him which was amazing his mom his dad sister um from what I saw were there um I I was able to go and I brought a date okay and I was so excited to actually have a date I never take a date anywhere because you know I'll be trying to choose up sometimes you be trying to see who you could see um and when you bring a date it kind of blocks that a little bit so I never take a date but I did I took a date and my date was so attentive he was he had no problem I mean he saw some people he knew because that's just the bay is small like that so he um you know was super nice you know asked me if I wanted to sit offered me to give me drinks um watched my little wallet as I mingled and networked with people uh he just let me have my time and space to do what I needed to do because I was covering the event taking notes on the event and talking with people and things like that so there were times where I couldn't really be up on him or under him or him under me should I say I couldn't introduce him to everybody so he was just a really great really great date like he didn't mind taking taking a seat back he wasn't trying to just be seen or always right there next to me to be introduced like it was it was just great to have someone who you were with or who who you can be with but they don't have to have the spotlight all the time uh, my friend is kind of he's he's kind of known um in the music industry so for him to just be humble and gracious enough 
to just let me have my moment and um, work the room without pressuring me or fucking hurt, you know, harassing me about who is who and who's that guy you hugged and who was that over there. Like, I don't even think that crossed his mind in the least bit. So shout out to him. Like, I really appreciate that. So I had a really great time. Excited. I won the raffle. The raffle was a photo shoot. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, also looking forward to getting into this write up because there's certainly a lot to cover. Um, and it's more to come. Like there's so much more to come and I'm so excited, um, for what's in front of me. I'm so excited for what God's going to do in my life. I'm excited for what he's going to do in your life. I'm excited for, for you and whatever your endeavors are. I'm sure they're positive. I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they'll be impactful. And I feel like that's what we're here for. We're here to share our stories, to be impactful, to make change, to show love to other people, um, and to just be a light. And that's what I aspire to be. Like people, I tell people like, yeah, I'm a socialite. I'm a writer this and that, but I'm really just a simple, a simple woman who just wants to be loved, love, and have a great time, and have joy. Smile, one of my ultimate goals is to have real unspeakable joy, and wake up every day with new life, and with goals and ambitions and aspirations. I don't want to ever just get complacent or feel stale or feel like I failed. Um, And I just want to be effective in my community and with the people that I know. So um, that is everything, you guys, for this evening. I've laid so much out on the table with you guys. I hope that we I've sparked up something in you um, that you'll share with somebody. So please, please like, share, comment, write me on Twitter, write me on Instagram, um, send me an email, reach out, just join the conversation because there's so much that we're going to cover as we go on with this podcast. It's going to grow. I know it's going to be amazing. It's going to reach people. So uh, until next time. Talk to you guys later. Love you. Peace. What's up, fam? If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Anchor. There's pretty much no place where you can't pull up a seat and just join the conversation. So thank you so much for all your support. Share this podcast with your friends and family, and I'll see you on the next episode.